Hello and welcome to an extra special, not quite extracurricular, but this is a side episode of Normandy FM. Uh, as always, I am one of the co-hosts, Eric Van Allen, alongside Kenneth Shepard. Ken, how are you doing today? Mm, no, this is normally where I'd come up with some snarky reference to what we're talking about in the day, but I mean, is that a spoiler if I already say that I feel like I'm at a concert by our <laughs> Lord and Savior, High Sumner Yuna? You know, I'm thinking about, you know, my dad and the way mm. he's a giant world-eating monster and about how the mm. church is mean to me all the time mm-hmm. uh, and, and is ruining my relationship with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As one does. So I'm just going to run outside and dodge 100 lightning bolts real quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I, hold on, I, hold on. I got to do a quick wardrobe change. Yeah. It'll give, yeah. Me, a new, it'll give me a new set of abilities gotta hit the dress sphere real quick mm-hmm. um you know we 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 have the same crew every week but we like to change up the looks you know mm-hmm. so we got some variety um yeah so we mentioned this on our most recent episode of uh the last of us part two and uh if you're listening to this now like follow this away as, as like a bio bit or something you know these are the kind of updates we do whenever it comes time for us to be doing a new series and all that but also when we have changes to the show structure and as always we have changes to the show structure <laughs> um we are now halfway through 2021 and uh you know we had a big shift up in what we were doing uh at the beginning of the year like we instituted a lot of stuff um a lot of changes that i think have overall been for the good um of the show have been for the good of the listeners. Uh, we've seen y'all responding well to some of the things we're doing. Uh, we've really enjoyed doing the bio bits. Cause not only does that give us an opportunity to still talk about mass effect, you know, ostensibly be a mass effect podcast, but <laughs> it, it also gave us the chance to bring on some fun guests and stuff like that. Uh, and have kind of topical discussion versus retrospective, uh, discussion that all is staying. Don't worry. Nothing's changing there. The, the Patreon is staying, the Discord is staying, pretty much everything is staying. The one thing that we are looking at changing, um, that we will be changing moving into our next season, uh, we will talk about that next season, but I want to get the veggies out of the way before we get to the dessert, <laughs> is uh, Ken and I have been talking a lot about how, especially with The Last of Us, uh, which has longer segments of, of gameplay compared to kind of the bite-sized mission structure that we're used to with a Bioware game, um, that it was, it was kind of burning the candle at both ends, trying to keep up with playing every week and recording every week. And we were also running, I mean, we were running into situations, this wasn't even Last of Us Part Two specific or Last of Us specific at all. Like this was going back through Mass Effect and Dragon Age where um, having a weekly structure meant that we were sometimes having trouble finding times where guests could come on mm. or we'd uh, have to record at really weird hours of the day or night or, or come up with weird recording schedules to adapt because people would be traveling. Things would happen. Life happens. Uh, we want to keep doing the show that we do because we think doing this format is important. Like Ken and I have talked a lot about how, there are a lot of other shows out there. I mean, there are a lot of shows that do kind of retrospective stuff, but not a lot of them that do it the way that we do it. And we think that that's been resonating with y'all. We think that that's been 
uh, what's made our podcast unique and stand out a little bit uh, compared to the glut of video game podcasts that are out there. Um, and we think that's why we've managed to keep this going. Mm. <laughs> and so, you know, we want to keep that spirit alive. But in order to do some of the things we want to do and in order to bring on some of the guests we want to bring on, we need a little bit more flexibility and honestly, just more time. Like we need more time to be able to play some of these games, some of the stuff we've been talking about that we've teased in the past, things like, you know, we've uh, toyed with the idea of Persona games. We've toyed with the idea of like a Fallout game, like New Vegas. I, I've been pressuring Ken to play it for forever. Um, we, we've toyed with the idea of doing like big RPGs, but the problem was always, we. one of the things we'd always come back to is how much is this going to take for us to do every week? You know, how much time is it going to take for us to play every week and to record every week? And especially with The Last of Us, that number has been creeping higher and higher. Um, so long story short, we're moving to a bi-weekly format. Uh, that's going to give us more time to do what we want to do. It's going to give us more time to invest in areas of this that we have not been investing in. Uh, before we started the podcast, even Ken and I were talking about ideas for a live stream sort of thing that we could do and stuff like that. Things that... Uh, like the format would give us flexibility. It would give us breathing room. It makes it way easier for us to get some guests on because now we're not saying like, okay, we have between essentially with the way we record, we have about a four day window to get somebody in. And if we're not hitting in that, we're, we're stressing like crazy. Or even when we're in that, like we're trying to work it around life stuff and you know, we have stuff that we need to do every week as well. It helps so much with planning if this becomes an every other week thing. So uh, that is the veggies <laughs> of today's news. Mm. Um, and, yep. for, and for those of you who are listening, um, yeah, I want to reiterate what we said back at the beginning of, of 2021. The When we started you know, doing Patreon, when we started doing Discord, when we started doing all this stuff, we wanted to view it as... That is a tip jar. That is a, if you want to back us, we appreciate that very much. Uh, and, and some of you still back us, still contribute. And we're extremely happy for that. We appreciate y'all so much. We don't just shout you out every week. Like I really do appreciate everybody that leaves nice comments, that interacts with us, that drops a funny meme in the Discord, uh, like, like what happened earlier. Um, like that's, it's fun. I like that. And I want that to stay, but this is also like, this is not a, a sort of, let's, it's not like a day job situation for Ken and I either, where uh, we don't want to set up commitments in that sense, um, where, where we are, you know, delivering X content for Y and, and all that. We'd never want to gatekeep any of our content behind a paywall. Uh, we want to keep it so that if y'all choose to support us, that's great. We're going to keep providing content as best we can uh and and maybe we sprinkle in some benefits on the side like delivering the round tables early for all backers and stuff mm. like that that was i was really glad we did that it was um that was ken's idea <laughs> <laughs> so you can thank him for that uh but it's uh we want to do stuff like that and not necessarily turn it into a thing. So if you hear this, if you hear that we're moving to, to two podcasts, essentially two podcasts every four weeks instead of four podcasts every four weeks, 
if that changes your mind about some things, there's, there's no hard feelings there. I just want you to know that like, there's not mm. going to be any weirdness around that. I don't take it personally. I'm sure Ken doesn't either. Mm. Um, and, uh, this is just going to be something that I think is going to let us continue delivering the product at the quality that we want to deliver mm. it while also like, um, making everybody's lives a lot easier. So, uh, and letting us do cool new things. Uh, so, I mean, do you want to mention anything on this, Ken, before we get into the dessert? No, I mean, I, I think you covered it. Um, well, I just, I do like, like, like you said, this isn't like our day job. So like we are mainly doing it just cause we enjoy doing it. And even like over the past hour months, we've been doing last, but it's like, you know, th- those are some of my favorite games of all time. And then like, having to like try and find the time every week to make sure I will play it, take notes, like coordinate mm-hmm. with our guests, um, edit and then get it posted and get all the other stuff like in our socials, like ready. Like all of those things are like, you know, time in my day that I don't always, mm-hmm. cause like, I mean, we, when we started the show, we were like, we're both like freelancing. Like we didn't have full time, right. like, you know, hard commitments that we had to do every day. It was, you know, we were more flexible back then and it was just, you know, an easier thing for us to get done, and, um, so, yeah, I just, I, normally have is one of my favorite things that I've ever done, and it's one of the things, and it continues to be so, and I just would like, I'm, I'm glad that we're doing this, I think it's just gonna make it, uh, like, it's, it's gonna keep it like that, it's gonna make it where it doesn't end up this, like, stressful, like, albatross around our necks, and so, I think this is gonna be good for the, everyone in the long run. It's really funny because cannot remember if I told you this at the time, but I had been having the exact same thought of moving to a biweekly format, uh, going like, and then you, uh, you mentioned the same idea, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> we've both <laughs> been thinking about it. Um, and it's the funny thing is like it does feel like both a weight off of my, you know, my shoulder and your shoulders. Like y'all have no idea how much work. Ken does behind the scenes. You really don't like <laughs> Ken does so much of the behind the scenes work. Um, the notes he compiles every week, a lot of the planning and scheduling he does, uh, the editing and, and all that. Uh, he's, he's doing a lot of work for this podcast on, on the weekly. And so I like that Ken is getting some time to breathe, <laughs> but uh, it, it also frees us up. It's like, it's also freeing in a sense. Cause now I'm not having that thought of, okay, the next game we have to play, we have to play X amount of it every week. And this might also make it easier for some of y'all at home to be playing along with us, yep. uh, make it easier for it to, to fit into y'all's schedule. And I think this would be a fun one if you have not done so yet, if you have not done a play along with us yet, this might be a fun one to do because our next one is going to be Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X 2. Uh, as we announced last week, uh, as we stealth announced last week at the end of a two and a half hour podcast <laughs> recording session <laughs> um, and and had been teasing on social media. We had uh, like full disclosure. Uh, we had also been teasing some stuff about Life is Strange at one yeah. point. That was solely on me because I love to tease. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that one, uh, we just ended up not getting together what we wanted to get together for that. I think mm-hmm. for both Ken and I, it was very important that we have uh, a really good guest lineup, that we have a really good idea of what we wanted to do with that series, that we had the right people in the right place. Um, you know, that's been something that, that Ken and I have, have both stressed as we have gone through these seasons is to not just bring on new voices with every new game we cover, but to bring on a diverse set of voices that can build on and inform the you know, the discussion that we're bringing to y'all. 
and mm. uh we weren't we weren't where we were we wanted to be with life is strange uh by the time that that it was getting to the point where we were like oh we're running out of last of us mm. <laughs> we need to talk about what's next uh and so that's i'm not gonna rule that one out uh because i yeah. do think that series would fit our like style very mm. well um that was also another game that I was thinking about, like, oh, playing that game every week. Uh, yeah. Some of those episodes can get fairly time intensive and stuff. So that's another one that would be easier with our new format. But uh, when we finally got to talking about other ideas, we just started spitballing stuff. I mean, once we got to Final Fantasy X, I was just kind of like, why have we not thought of this before? <laughs> <laughs> it's in our, it's in our art. First of all. Yeah. Which, <laughs> uh, which again, like what, what the coincidence is like, do not, <laughs> do not assume that whatever is in that art is what is possibly coming up next. Oh, Although see, Danganronpa would be nice. Yeah. I mean, and, and near, I would not be against either one of those to be honest. Although, uh, part of me would also like to make you play through some other video games. Uh, mm. But <laughs> this is not just a podcast about mm-hmm. Ken and I subjecting each other to video games. Um, yeah, 10 is, I mean, this will be the first time in a good while that we're playing a game that both of us have played through. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly one that both of us like hold in high regard, I would say. Mm-hmm. like I still talk about 10 very highly. It's been a game that frequently finds its way onto my favorite of all times list. Uh, mm. it was my, is my real introduction to final fantasy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I played like the final fantasy eight demo disc and stuff like that. And I was like aware of different stuff and I mm. played different ones at friends houses and stuff like that. But the first one that I could call like mine that I played through was final fantasy 10 and, mm. oh, I love this game. Ken. Yeah. It's, I, um, it's really something else. Yeah. It's something that I still like, I hold a lot. Like, I mean, I have a tattoo of it for one thing. Um, it was actually it was my introduction to Final Fantasy proper as well because like I, funnily enough like the thing that the first time I ever experienced a lot of those characters was through Kingdom Hearts and so mm-hmm. when I got to the point where like I I liked Kingdom Hearts enough that I was like oh I want to know about these other characters like I went to the um the 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 game renting store that was local here and the only Final Fantasy game they had was ten so I just took it and I did not really know what I was getting myself into but um on, honestly though like ten two is the game that like when you say Final Fantasy X and, like, you know, what that means, that is the one that my brain typically goes to, and that's the one that I consider uh, my favorite Final Fantasy ever. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, like, it has been interesting kind of, like, being, you know, well, I mean, that, those games are, like, coming up on, or I think Ten itself is actually 20 years old at this point, so those games are, like, fairly old at this point, but, you know, playing more recent Final Fantasy games, and then I actually went back and played both of these games at, like, the very, very beginning of the pandemic, so I get, they're still, like, they're kind of fresh to me right now, but they're also, like, just really sold to me, like, how... I don't know that I'm necessarily a Final Fantasy fan in the way that a lot of people might consider themselves, but I am very distinctly a Final Fantasy X fan. And that, like, I don't feel like anything else has really ever captured that same feeling for me. I am a big fan of, like, the Thirteen trilogy. I have played varying degrees of most of, like, the, basically like, the, the latter half of the number games, and I've played a lot of the spinoffs. And, you know, they're all... Like, I, I don't dislike those games by any stretch, but, like, none of them ever... Like, I don't have, like, a universal love for the series the same way that I just am, am really uh, attached to 10 and 10 too. And so it's going to be interesting to kind of go back to those after, like, more recent things, like 15, 7 Remake. Um, mm-hmm. 
and you know, just like seeing where the the state of the series as of like the past decade or so. Um, yeah. It's it's a game that I always wonder when I go back to it because I think I've told this story on a million different podcasts and I've probably told it on here before, but um, for one of my birthdays, when I was younger, my dad would always get a projector for me and my brother Mm -hmm. on our birthdays uh, so we could play games on the projector. It was always super exciting. So we'd play like Super Smash Brothers and stuff like that on there, Tony Hawk. Um, But the year that... I think it was the year the PlayStation two came out. Cause I think 10 was like a launch game or a launch window game for it. Right. It was like, right uh, it close. yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was whenever that game had come out. So we got a PlayStation two, we rented it from the video game store. Cause that's the thing you could do uh, back mm. then. Uh, we rented a PlayStation two and a couple of games, but one of the main games was final fantasy 10. And, I was so excited because I had just begun to start reading gaming magazines and stuff like that. Mm. So I remember having a game informer that had the, I think it was game informer that had the big Yuna uh, cover art on it Mm. and like just gorgeous screenshots of like Kimari roaring and stuff like that. And I was so excited and I played it and I I was loving it so much. Uh, And we rented the console and didn't, have a memory card Mm. so every time the console turned off or got turned off or just something happened we had to start that game from the beginning all over again Mm. so when i tell you that i have the beginning of final fantasy 10 memorized that's not me being hyperbolic (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you I'm pretty sure I could map out the entire opening sequence of Final Fantasy X at least up to the um, the fight where you're going up the steps to uh, Kilika Temple, the one where mm. Yuna gets Ifrit, if not all the way to Luka. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um... But I boot that game every, up every once in a while, and I'm always worried, like, oh, I've played it so many times. Oh, you know, it's been ages. Oh, it probably hasn't aged well. No, that that game is still all that it was to me in a bag of chips. Like, mm. that's it holds up so well, and I think it's aged very well. I'm mm-hmm. very excited to go back to it. Yeah, it um, I, I, I guess the, the the equivalent of, like funny childhood like story I have was um. When Final Fantasy X was coming out, like I, it was, it was one of those weird things. Like before, like I really like paid attention to games media of any kind, where I learned about it through like going into a GameStop and there being like one of those yeah, like uh, yeah. placeholder like uh, cases for it, like pre-order mm-hmm. now. And so like, uh, and for the, for, like for the longest time, I thought Pain was Lulu until like the game like I actually had it and it was oh that's not who I thought it was. But uh, the funny thing that happened was when it, when it was coming out, I was trying to that same um, game rental store that I was trying to go to like. We, uh, when the game came out, I call, we called them that day and was like, hey, do you have it? It's like, oh, it's already been checked out. Would call every subsequent day until <laughs> it was finally, uh, like, I, I just, they, they didn't even tell us that it was back yet, but like, we would happen to like stop by and go there. And they're like, are you the person that's been calling for the past week? And then, then we're like, yeah. And like, we saved it just because we knew you would be calling again. Aww. And so that, that was one of the, that's, that's one of the things that I remember. Cause like, I, and that, that had been, like, a month or so before Christmas. Like, I rented it, I think, more than once to uh, play through it. And I didn't end up beating it until around Christmas time. One, because I got my own copy then. And that was, like, I, I still remember, I think that, that would have been, yeah, Christmas of, like, 2003 or, or, or 2003 or so. I, like, that was, like, the thing that I did that day was I beat that game. Mm-hmm. And I still remember that. And that was um, 
one of the touchstone memories of that that game for me. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I never finished Tintu, so I'm mm. really interested to see it through all the way. I remember actually really liking it. Um, mm. I think I rented it once because I also played through it by renting it. Um, I bought. I ended up getting a PS2 and we bought Final Fantasy X and that was just... Oh, but um, mm. yeah, I think I got... I might have gotten Final Fantasy X and Kingdom Hearts at the same Christmas, I want to mm. say. I think that was when we got our PS2 was when both those games were out, but... Mm. Uh, tend to I rented and I got through like I actually think it was like sixty percent of it in a weekend mm-hmm. or something like that, and I, I remember there was like a number somewhere that was like oh it's like roughly two thirds. So I don't know if I was using like a guide or if I was using like just in game progression or what, mm-hmm. but um, I I never ended up going back to finish it even after I later like I bought the the remasters that came out I have like the limited edition of the remasters mm. and and stuff I just never went back and so this is also a good time for me to just finally see what those games are cuz mm. I do I like that world a lot I no. you know Yuna's a good character uh I'm more of a Riku guy myself uh <laughs> Riku's awesome uh definitely like one of my early on like favorite childhood characters like i mm. just thought riku yep. was f- fucking awesome like she shows up and throws grenades and shit and then she like steals things and and mm. just, like she's just a total badass she rules she's got those like sick knives in Ten Two, like the weird mm-hmm. backward dagger things and yep. then, like the sailor sleeves i don't know what you call them but yeah, <laughs> yeah no she's cool yeah. um so yeah I, i'm really interested to see this one through yeah like i've always had a similar like relationship to you because like she was like you know what my, my first like quote-unquote like jrpg protagonist that like i like had that really really strong attachment to and you know looking back like i also like i guess credit final fantasy 10 with maybe me sort of in a like i don't know, like I don't want to say it's, like, the reason that I'm an atheist, but it, like, was one of the things that started to, like, turn the gears in my brain about, like, questioning, like, things that I had yeah. been taught my entire I'd, life. And I think I'd that's, like, a, yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's, like, a, a, a theme of those games, and which is why I think Tintu resonates with me, and, like, very specifically, just, like, seeing sort of, like, what, is, what does religious liberation look like? Like, what does your life look like after you've been uh, freed from, you know, the things that you've been told for your entire life? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's, that'll be, like, an overarching thing. Um this, Which we're going to be talking I mean, about for like a fucking year from now because this we're not ruined bi-weekly. These seasons yeah, are going to last a while. So, so we are working on the schedule. So we can't give you a whole idea of what our schedule will look like. But we can, with some certainty, tell you what our schedule will look like at least through the rest of this year and into uh, a sliver of the next. So with the bi-weekly schedule... Uh, which will start on August 4th. Um, so there will be like a couple weeks that we're going to... Th- there will be a break. break uh, between Last of Us and Final Fantasy. I'm just going to let y'all know there is like a very high probability that I will be live streaming my playing of at least some of this game, because at least in Final Fantasy X, because A, I have played through it before, so I, I am like more able to kind of hang out and chat and play the game versus like just like very focused um like like having to read all the dialogue and stuff like that like I was with Last of Us uh not blowing up the exposition <laughs> <laughs> um but also like this is a game that I just like playing with 
people. I it's it's every time I've streamed it and like talked with people while streaming it, I just have a good time. So uh, there's probably going to be a few Twitch streams coming up in the near future. But um, starting on August the fourth, um, we'll we'll have the Xanarkanda episode. So pretty much everything from that game starting up until when oh boy can we gotta start this now don't we uh when titus <laughs> no no is, no is washed away for no, the second that is time. not a person that is not a character mm-hmm. that's not a character mm-hmm. that exists in this game that is nobody that is a fake name made up by people that just fucking say shit and then try and come up with reasons why they're wrong this should be right they don't even they don't even say his name in ten, do they? Like I was trying to think back on it the other day because I was like, when did the whole like this is what the pronunciation of this character's name comes from? Because you can rename him in the game. The um, first instance I know of him. Well, I mean, I think there were some in like ads and like commercials and shit, but I know that his name is said in Kingdom Hearts one, and it is said Titus. Mm, I don't like that. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> after that uh will be besaid island uh on on the 18th and that'll be august uh september will be a three episode month we'll have kilika uh luca and the high roads uh in october we'll have jose and the Moonflow, uh all in one and then uh guado salam will be after that uh in november we'll be doing makalania and Beaconel Island, which I had to later <laughs> clarify because I was like, where's home in all this? I always forget that home like has an actual location and is not just called like home. Mm. It's on Beaconel Island. But um, yes, that will be the, the home episode. I'm very much looking forward to that. That's probably like one of my favorite sections of this game. Mm. Um, in December will be Bevel and Mount Gagazet. Oh, not looking forward to Mount Gagazet. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then once we get into the new year, uh, we'll round it out with Xanarkand and then uh, Within Sin. Uh, I don't, we haven't really talked yet about how much of the extra, because there's not really a lot of extra story stuff per se. I will probably seek out and try to get at least some, if not all of the legendary weapons while playing this, just because some of them are actually fun to get. So we'd have to also like see all the Aeons and I mean, all of those are like plot worthy and at least one of them is, um, which we'll probably Uh, just flip in. Yeah. Um, We'll definitely do that one. I, some other ones like Yojimbo, you know, it's, it's kind of up in the air. I'll probably still go for them just because I like this game. I like, finding that stuff and doing that stuff um yeah oh, going back through all these names and places and stuff i'm just i'm getting all all giddy i'm ready for some chocobo racing some dodging lightning <laughs> yeah. um and then once we get into so we'll, we'll then also do the it, it's a movie because i'm unfamiliar with some of the external lore ken had to fill me in on some of it so it's a movie yeah. that's between 10 and 10 too yeah it's uh called it's eternal calm which is like a like it's like 15 minutes long but it is like the stage setting thing for 10 two, um mm-hmm. which i think it's like you know is worth doing in some fashion um then we get into final fantasy 10 two, which we will figure We're, out by between now and yeah. then. The, the the thing about that game structure that is like fundamentally different than ten is that like ten is very linear. Like it is, you know, it was Final Fantasy thirteen before anybody knew to be mad about Final Fantasy thirteen. I mean, um, look, all like 
whether you have an overworld or not, um, a lot of Final Fantasy games are extremely linear, and I would say that's part of their appeal too. Mm. So like, like Final Fantasy VII remake, also extremely linear. Like yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen, even though you had open world stuff to do, if you were playing the main plotline of that game, it's it, it's a straight line. Like RPGs are linear. I'm sorry. Like that's. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to hashing that one out again. <laughs> but um, but ten two is different because like it has like it's divided into like five chapters, and so like there are like the main story things that you can do. But you can go to anywhere in that world at any time. It's like mm-hmm. there every every area kind of has like an ongoing story that happens throughout the game. And if you miss it, like if you miss even a piece of it in one chapter, it won't continue into the rest of the game. So it, you, there's like a level of thorough you have to be, especially because you have to get like a certain percentage to get the quote unquote real ending. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just gonna be a beast for me to figure out how it's several months from now. So. Um, Odds are it'll, we, we'll probably have, like, the dedicated story mission episodes and then maybe just have, like, a couple episodes and, like, break up different ongoing threads and kind of, like, check in on them throughout. I have a some, feeling some that GameFAQs will come to our rescue in that regard. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm looking forward to an A... How do you pronounce it? ASCII? A-S-C-I-I? Like, an ASCII guide of... Uh, of Final Fantasy X to, to to light the path for us. Mm. Uh, hopefully with a good uh, index and table of contents. Uh, mm. And then we will be doing after that. Uh, it gets kind of weird after that. So there are the audio dramas that take place after X2. Uh, and, and all I remember about those is that they evolve like new characters and stuff like that. Uh, you wanna, you, something that's really important to keep in mind about them going in. Um, they're fucking terrible. It is okay. like like should never have been written should never have been voiced should never I'm have excited been put for that on time. should never have been put on a disc imo yeah. sounds great I'm, I'm down for that uh and then we'll also be using part of that episode to talk about uh last mission final mission um which is uh i, I mean it's a sequel to 10 2. It Ken and I were actually looking at it before because Ken has played through it. I have not played through it. Um, and when I looked at it, I was immediately like, oh, that's Chocobo Dungeon. Like, that's the Chocobo Dungeon series. <laughs> they mm. made one of those. Uh, so it's a it's a much more traditional roguelike style game, but with uh the members of YRP. Uh mm. and that's that's about all I know of it. I've never played this. I actually like. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't know it existed until Ken <laughs> brought it up. Uh, so that's exciting. But uh, we're still trying to figure out how we're going to format that. Uh, the idea that we've like postulated right now is that Ken and I might stream it, like like we've done in the past, like we've done for other stuff too. Like uh, Ken and I streamed our our playthrough of Operation Tango on Twitch and stuff like that. So we might do something like that where for more in-depth thoughts about it, we might, you know, have the stream and then uh, we'll kind of touch on it in the podcast and still try to do kind of a retrospective. But also from my understanding, it seems like the density of that game, which we've heard can be anywhere from like five to 30 hours long, um, is comes more from the gameplay itself than from the story. Like story wise, mm. we're not as like digging into stuff. Uh, whereas like the a lot of the length might be coming from the actual gameplay parts of it and how long it takes to actually just play through the game. Is that is that correct in my understanding? Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, so we will we will tie that in with the terrible, awful, fantastic audio dramas, uh, and that will kind of be the cap off. Uh, but that's also like probably over a year from this time of recording right now, so we're not worrying too much about it. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna take it kind of one step at a time. Uh, but yeah, I mean this this means that likely with our new format and with how beefy some of these games can get we could be like set all the way through like probably a good part of 2022 with final fantasy content. So that's mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, and I will say we've already been talking to people obviously for uh, guest spots on the show. And uh, we're already talking to folks that are pretty exciting. Like this is some, some new, as always new voices, new folks to, to come on the podcast and to share their takes and stuff. And yeah, as it turns out, a lot of people from, especially our generation, like, have thoughts mm. on Final Fantasy X. <laughs> uh, so that's exciting. Uh, I'm excited to get some of those those thoughts and stuff out there. Um, but that's uh, that's our plan moving forward post The Last of Us, folks. Um, we do have one more episode as of this recording, um, and and by the time this goes up in live. Uh, we will have one more episode of The Last of Us Part Two, which will be the the Santa Barbara episode, um, which is weird because I've already played that section now, so I keep forgetting that like, all right, we just have to record it at this point. I'm already like past The Last of Us in my <laughs> head at this point, uh, but we do have one more episode to record and publish for y'all, and then after that, we will be trucking right along into Final Fantasy X, and I'm excited. Like this, I think this is going to be a, another banger of a season uh we've had a lot of folks tuning in and listening uh we've had a lot of new people coming in and listening to our old podcasts like ken and i were talking the other day and like some of our mass spec stuff started popping up again especially the roundtables like brought in a lot of listeners uh, a lot of new folks to the show so if you're new if you're listening to this just now and you maybe haven't listened to our whole backlog or anything like that don't worry like the structure of the show is that we cover games so it's really more like you know, some folks keep up with us every week and some folks have only listened to certain games that we've covered or, you know, they, they go back and they listen to our backlog. I've, I've talked to people who like recently told me, were like, Oh, I started listening to your mass effect seasons. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's like years ago. Please, (laughs) please jump ahead to now where our production is better. And we're much better at doing this than we were back then. (laughs) (laughs) where our chemistry is better and we've got guests on and you know nat has guested six times and not one time (laughs) (laughs) oh nat i can't Mm. wait to have you on again (laughs) soon yeah soon soon uh so i mean look forward to that and look forward to all of this we really hope y'all enjoy what we're doing with it as always, like we have the backer discord, uh, that's, that's any level of backing on Patreon will get you into that. Uh, and we're always happy to talk more. If y'all have any questions or anything, or if you just want to, you know, ask us or anything you want to talk about, like we are in that discord to do hang out and chat with y'all. Uh, and otherwise like we'll see you next week for some last of us. And then we'll see you the week after to the, the two weeks after, the two weeks after for uh for some Xanarkand and some Final Fantasy X. So we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>